Welcome back to Nerdery and Nonsense of the Nerds with Accents Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joe, a.k.a. That Dude from VI, a.k.a. Young Iroh. And you can find this show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are found. Make sure you guys show us some love by following, subscribing, rating, and telling a friend to tell a friend. It's a small gesture, but it's big for us to help people notice the pod. We rise in the rankings, and then good things come from that. So we appreciate when y'all do that. And lately, we've been having more people subscribing and following and all that stuff. So we really, really appreciate that. Please keep sharing the show. We appreciate the love, man. And if you guys want to tell us you like the show, shout us out or comment on a particular episode, you can comment on our Facebook page. That's Nourish With Accents. Just search it. I'll spell it correctly. It's going to come up. Or on our Podomatic page. And you can just put a comment directly under that episode. You know, and just fire away, man. Or you can hit us up on Twitter at VI underscore Otaku for me. And for my boy, JG. His Twitter is at J-A-Y-G-J. You know, and if you guys comment, give us feedback, we will read it on the show. You know what I mean? So win-win for everybody, man. So all that info is in the show notes just to make it easy for you guys. And then now it's time for the show, man. So as always, I have my guy, JG. You know what I mean? The magnanimous one. He's here with me again, my guy. How goes it? I'm chilling, man. I'm ready to get into the nerd verse. And that's the nerdery plus the universe fused in one. I just made that up. The nerd verse. So, um, yeah, I'm ready. So you have bars this week. That's what you're telling me. I always got bars. Candy bars, <laughs> snicker bars, regular rhymes, everything. <laughs> right, 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 man. Well, good, man. Glad you're doing well, man. But this week, I, you know, every now and then I have like a nice little story, you know what I mean? Kind of get into the, before we get into the nerdery. But this week, man, I have a bunch of dope stuff for what we care about and for what we're intrigued about in nerdery. So I'm about to dive right in, man. So this week, for what we care about in nerdery, I'm going to start it off. So, so you know, obviously, uh, a couple weeks ago, I had my guy at the Woodman340, a.k.a. Arnold, you know what I mean, um, Twitch streamer on. And basically, he's becoming, like, my gateway drug for, like, everything Twitch, you know? So, I've been watching his streams, you know what I mean, interacting in his chat with him and all his followers and his friends and all that stuff. You know what I mean? And he's, he plays different things like Dead by Daylight. He plays, like, Apex Legends. Some different games. He plays a little bit of Ghost of Tsushima as well. Tsushima as well. And, you know what I mean? Basically, like, every every day or so, I would, like, hop in, check him out. You know what I mean? And, like, I know, like, it was big business already. They're, like, big Twitch partners or Twitch affiliates of all different levels. So, I knew it was already big business and very popular. But, like, this thing, this Twitch thing is, like, so addictive. You know what I mean? I find myself just... Every now and then, you know, logging in, logging in on my computer or just on my phone while I'm doing other things. And I'm just, like, watching the streams, watch people play, watch them fail. You know what I mean? And some of them are, like, funny and making jokes. And it's just been, like, a good time, man. So, I've been, I've been watching a lot of the Woodman streams. And he's a funny dude in general. You know what I mean? So, we just be on there just having fun, cracking jokes, watching him compete with other people. And every now and then, people will just come in and jump in and play with him and all that stuff. So, like... I kind of been on that a lot this week, to be honest, in between, like, playing Ghost and, and watching all the stuff. So, like, I'm kind of getting into Twitch, man. So, I've been watching a lot of his streams, and then I've been watching uh, one of his friends 
Um, she's also on Twitch at Trap Queen 0430, and she's really funny too, man. She has like really hilarious commentary, and then she plays games like like the, the Batman Telltale Story, and she's just making all like these like ridiculous decisions in the game. Cause you know all the Telltale games are like based on all of your actions, just like a ripple effect, and it like affects the rest of the story. So she's been playing that and like it's like hilarious, and people in the chat be dropping jokes like. That shit is really, really fun, man. So, like, I kind of been on my Twitch shit lately. And it's, like, wow. so easy to get into. Yeah, like, it's so easy to get into and bond, like, an hour or two. You'll be on there for, like, a couple hours. You're, like, I didn't even realize I was on here for two hours. Because it's, like, really fun, man. So That's, that's a totally people. different world over there. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's the thing. Like, at first, I was like, this is weird. But, like, nah, it's, like, really cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just be yeah. over there having fun, talking shit in the chat, man. So... So that's really what I've been caring about in nerdery, man. Like I, I'm, I'm delving deeper into the nerd verse, you know, and like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure I could get involved in that, and a lot of people would probably watch me. But the only thing is, they might think I'm crazy, man. Like they might think I'm clinically insane. Like there's something wrong with me, because you don't want to see me playing for honor or see me lose a standoff and go to Tsushima or. Me do something stupid like I talk to myself like John, why are you doing this, John? <laughs> like you know, I'm a, I'm a crazy, I'm a wild guy. You know, I'm really I'm hard on myself. Right. You know, I get mad. You know, I got, I cuss a few words here and there. You know, a few curses fly out left and right. Right. Um, sometimes it's a it's a it's a war with somebody online because some people like to talk trash and foolishness when they shouldn't be saying nothing at all. You know, maybe it's a little verbal feud sprinkled in there every now and again. I don't do that too often, but it happens. Right. Um, you know, so they, they're going to think, like, this dude is a wild guy, man. I don't want nobody reporting me. So I don't See, want any needles in my arm, no straight jackets. <laughs> no. <laughs> no straight jackets like your boy Diego, man. But, like, I don't know. Like, that's the thing. Like, like all that would be, like, super entertaining. I'm pretty sure people would enjoy that. You know what I mean? Because, like, some of the stuff is not just, like, when they're just interacting with the chat and being funny. But sometimes people will jump in and talk to them on the headset and talk to them reckless. Like, one time I had this dude, this random dude, he came in and he was talking reckless. to I'll just smoke him, bro. Like, Anna was just joking him the whole time. You know what I mean? Like, it was hilarious, man. So, like, moments like that that you think aren't, like, oh, no, what's about to happen? Like, those be the funniest moments, man. <laughs> like, those be the funniest moments. So... Yeah, man, like, I, I rock with it, man. But, like, on you, like, being nuts when you play. I think that's, like, for everybody, you know? When you're doing something, like, and you're, like, competitive about it or you want to be good about it, like, you, you kind of end up being, like, really intense, you know? <laughs> oh, you I know. know. I know. <laughs> but one thing that you did say that I want to talk about before we move on to what you cared about was, you out here losing standoffs and goes to Tsushima, bro? Come on, bro. Come on, that's, bro. That's what you're doing out here in these streets? The standoffs definitely get harder as you get further into the game. They'll hit you with four, five feints, three right. feints. You know, I had to create a different system, a whole different philosophy to approaching these standoffs. And I try to watch the feet to right. see when they're going to step in. <laughs> and, you know, that one really helped me out. I really started to get more standoffs, you know, standoff wins then. Right. You know, but, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a strange guy. You know, one time I went to a, a camp and I, lo I lost a standoff and I did not continue until i won the standoff so i kept on dying and coming back and doing the same shit till i got it right that's just who i am man 
But um, <laughs> yeah, don't, don't even try it, man. The standoffs, they're not all, they're not easy like that. You know, it's not like, you know, your timing <laughs> got to be down, bro. You got to have like the, the eye of a real samurai, a martial artist. I really get I'd even go light, right? I'd, I'd even go light. There was definitely, there was definitely a standoff where I, I like, I just, fin- I finished, I just, I, this wasn't planned for, bear me. I just finished like the southern part of, um, you know, the southern part of the island. Like, I finally like liberated everybody, right? All of the Mongol camps are gone from the southern part of the island. So then I decided to go back to the story. So the first random band of like, I guess fighters I ran into was um it was a bunch of Ronin just Ronin and that was the first time in like we- in a, like t- two weeks that I lost a standoff I was so pissed I was so pissed so I feel you man like it it definitely could happen and when it happens you you be feeling like you the scrubbiest dude on the planet exactly it's it's really a turn off and it really um it sets the mood for the rest of the whole fight. You know, don't be surprised if you don't lose the fight now because you lost the standoff. You know, you really gotta have some good skill to um you know shake that off and then fight off everybody. You know, right. which I do possess because that's what happens. But right. um yeah right. man, get the standoffs right, get your little technique down. You know, you could get better at it. You know, Joel apparently is an expert. He only lost one in the entire game. Yeah man, <laughs> not one, but you know what I'm saying. Like it ain't happened in a while. Like. You know what I mean? Because I don't be playing with that. Like, I feel you. I'm embarrassed when that happens, too. But just to tie this back into, like, you know, what I cared about. Like, there was also a third person that was watching. Um, Her name is Ishla Chan. And she streams Ghost of Tsushima as well. And she's, like, I think she's pretty far in the game like you are. Um, So she was dope, too, man. She had, like, dope outfits. She's, like, really, like, chill about it, you know? She's not super intense like me and JG. And that was dope, too, man. So, yeah, man. I just diving deeper into the nerdery man but that's mostly what i've been doing here and there aside of the non-nerdery man so yeah i need um, to get up on switch man because some of these roasting sessions are pretty uh pretty good i'm not gonna lie you know this one game of call of duty my friend and i we lost the game but this guy on the other team that won he's running his mouth like yeah we just killed y'all you just roasted we just roasted you we we tore you guys up. We do this all day. And I'm like, yeah. Damn. I look at his score. He had nine kills and 17 deaths. I'm like, <laughs> are you? Gonna, I don't care if your team won. You got nine kills. 917, right. bro. Right. 917. And he was just getting mad at me. He was just pissed. He was like, I'll fuck you up. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you ain't going to have too many kills. That's for sure. But, you know. Yeah, I probably, you know, did some of these things are Twitch worthy, but you know, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut off. No, no, this, this is quality content, man. Like, yeah, I mean, the more you talk about it, like, I kind of want you to get a Twitch account. So I could just pop in and just watch you roast these fools. <laughs> to be honest, Definitely. you know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah, man. So that that's mostly what I'm doing, man. So, you know, so somehow I'm getting on this Twitch stuff and I'm liking it, man. I'm finding myself actually thinking about checking it out, like, as an actual option for content. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, man, that, that's what I've been into, man. So I know we want to have a uh, next. I know we want to have a discussion about um, my feelings as I catch up in Umbrella Academy. But before we do that, um, what were you caring about this week? Well, you know, Switch gang, man, I have my Switch. I have been playing Animal Crossing, but I kind of switched over, you know, no pun intended, Art. to another game. And uh, my friend has really been talking about it. It's called Legacy Duelist. So it's Yu-Gi-Oh! 
and they take right. all the generations of Yu-Gi-Oh and put it in one game and you just duel everybody. It just has all the significant duels in the entire show. You just go through all those people and you could use the story deck or you could use your own deck that you made personally. And you win different cards and different decks that you can use to mix and match and create the deck that you want. So I'm playing the game. I'm doing well. I'm smoking these computer guys, you know, the computer characters, story characters. Right. I have a warrior based deck. So the monsters are all like warrior types because I, I don't know. I just felt like it was interesting. They're the sword guys or whatever. I like it. And um, I was talking trash to my friend, man. I was like, yeah, I'm going to smoke you with this warrior deck, dude. You ain't ready for my deck. I'm going to chop you up. You really ain't ready. But, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh, that's just one generation. You know, the future generations of Yu-Gi-Oh, they have so many different, you know, ways of playing with the cards. Link cards, fusion cards, pendulum cards. And my friend roasted me when we played. (laughs) He tore me up. He played some stupid Link card and it had like 6,000 attack power. And I'm like, how is this even possible, man? 6,000? Damn. He was just rooting. He was just tearing me up, man. Canceling all my trap cards, putting down all these links, getting these monsters. I was pissed. I was like, that, that shouldn't even be. <laughs> yeah, I was mad. I was like, this shouldn't even be allowed, bro. How you put down one link card and get five more for free on the friggin' field? But yeah, he, he tore me up, but I'm going to come back. I'm going to get my fusion cards ready. I'm going to get my right. link cards up. Right. I'm going to bring my warrior army true, and I, I'm going to tear him up, and I will talk about it. So this, so you saying this might banish you to the shadow realm? I'm not there yet. Yeah, I'm I'm not fully <laughs> banished, but I will banish him though. You hope, you know what I mean? He pull he pull out them link cards and change your life. <laughs> yeah, but that's um. So I'm a duelist in training right now. I'm just you know getting my skills up, my strategy up, all that stuff. It's fun to play like a strategic game, but right. you know it has monsters and magicians and stuff. It just makes it interesting, as opposed right. to playing checkers or something, or yeah. even chess. Good games, good game. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. The monsters make it even more fun. Yeah, but now I feel you, man. Like, I haven't played, I haven't played one of them games in a while. But I agree, man. Like, you know, like I'm, I'm a person. Like, I, I joke a lot with people. Like, I like flash over substance. You know what I mean? So even though, just like you said, like chess is a dope game in terms of like strategy, but I rather play a different game that has like more color to it. You know what I mean? Right. I feel you. Yeah, man. So shout out to that, man. I'm actually have to check that out because I'm about to, even though I'm not even close to, not even close to being Tsushima because I'm like doing every damn side mission. Um, I'm already thinking about what's the next game I gonna buy. So I, I'll definitely keep that in mind because seems like a nice little fun game to play. Then I might uh, be able to smoke you as well and then talk shit to you on the pod. So there's a lot yeah. of benefits for me in buying this game. That's not gonna happen. But I will go back to practicing the standoffs because I don't like being called out on this nonsense. <laughs> It's embarrassing. So I'm going to go back and make sure that I get 10 standoffs straight, win them. So, uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, for the rest of us, that, that's not that impressive. But I'm glad for you. That's an accomplishment. Okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to start recording my standoffs so you can see what I'm dealing with. See if you would be good with this, with some of these characters. But, that one, that one. <laughs> we'll see because, like like I keep saying, like I keep like playing all the side missions. So I I barely started Act Two, you know, Act Two of the story. Oh, you, so wait, wait, you ain't even an Act Two trying to talk greasy to me? Oh <laughs> no. my lord, these dudes well, don't even barely even use feints in Act One. Oh no, they my, actually, they actually do at this point though. They, they they do like maybe like two at this point. But when I started to get into Act Two, I've seen more of the feints. So I see what you're saying. Like if you're impatient, like it's definitely gonna be a thing. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> but we'll see, man. You know, I won't be recording mine. Do you know what I mean? I'll be the only person telling the stories around here. You know what I mean? So I can fudge my numbers. You know, but <laughs> but but yeah, man. So dope. So now I know we talked about it, but uh, a little bit last week. But I got I I've been trying to catch up on Umbrella Academy despite what I said last week, where I was at you know season one, episode five. I'm not very pleased with the show. I'm now on season two episode three and i i had some thoughts you know what i mean i figured here's a perfect place to talk about my thoughts for umbrella academy so after seeing the whole of season one and if you're listening and you haven't seen season one just maybe skip five or so minutes you know what i mean five or ten minutes because i don't talk a bit about season one and very vaguely about season two of umbrella academy right so this is that's your spoiler warning basically so in season one my gripe was that, you know, I really wasn't feeling the connections to the characters, you know, the moments they were trying to portray as emotional moments. I don't think it was set up perfectly. And I stand by those like feelings about the show. But I will say is that the show really, really picked up to me once Vanya started to discover that she had some powers. To me, I think that's when the show went to the level where it's like, okay. This is a good show, and I really, I really enjoy what they're doing. You know what I mean? I think Vanya's performance, um, played by Ellen Page, she did a really, really good job of like showing how um, kind of like depressed and like subdued she was. But as she discovered more of her powers, which are like really fucking OP, like she basically could like change any type of sound into like brute force. Which is like she's really OP, you know what I mean? Like she's she's really strong. So yeah, once she like discovered Phoenix level, you know, like yeah. that's what she reminds me of. Go ahead. Yeah, she's really really strong. So I don't know, like just seeing season one, like I feel like they could have kind of trimmed the fat a little bit, you know what I mean? In those medium episodes, like I really left season one feeling that if they cut out some of the Diego stuff, then it would have been a lot tighter. And the story wouldn't have meandered so much. Because a lot of Diego's background stuff was not interesting to me. You know what I mean? His relationship with a cop was not really interesting. It didn't even really pay off. You know what I'm saying? It, it didn't really even pay off. His alleged like deeper connection with his mom than anybody else wasn't set up great. And it kind of didn't really pay off either. You know what I mean? So I think those kind of things kind of turned me off. But I will say I did feel like those connection to the characters later on in season one when luther found out like he was basically sent to the moon for like no reason you know like his dad sent him out there just to quote unquote give him purpose and him basically getting really emotional and spiraling and doing things that wasn't in his nature i thought was great i really connected with that even though even though i hated vanya for killing my baby allison you know what i mean or attempting to kill my baby allison towards the end of season one like, her emotional arc made sense. You know what I mean? Like, those two characters really, really did it for me. And, you know, Five is dope because he's just a badass. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I definitely want to, you know, back off a little bit and say that after watching the whole of season one for Umbrella Academy, I see why people like it. But I definitely wish that they they, they were a little bit more liberal with their cutting. You know what I mean? Like, I think they could have cut some more stuff. That's all I want, Joel. I just want to feel like I am not crazy. I'm glad that you see why people actually like the show. 
that's it. I can I can live with anything else. I do agree with some of the things you said. Actually, quite a few. I think that the people who made the show, you know, the productors, you know, producers, you know, directors, writers, everybody. I think they clearly, you know, reviewed it and probably came up with a lot of the same findings that you had because the second season kind of like does the exact opposite mm-hmm. of all of that and does trim the fat and does give meaning to certain things. So, you know, yeah, they did a good job. Whoever's behind this, I don't really know the names right now. I have to go and find that out. But yeah, yeah, man, I'm I'm enjoying it. I enjoyed the first season. It definitely did pick up later on in, in the uh, show. Right. Uh, it just kept my interest because it was kind of like a, a wacky world to me. It was kind of right. like weird. So that's what kept my interest. And season two was just interesting from the very start. So I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but um, definitely I think it's worth it. I think it's uh, it's earned. It's uh, the allure that it has. I think people like it for a reason at this yeah. point. So, yeah. And that's the thing, man. Like I was I was watching episode five and six and I'm just like, oh, my God. This is this is not good. I was about to quit, and then towards the end of season, I mean that season, episode seven, I was like, okay, all right, here we go. And then eight, nine, and ten were really interesting. You know what I mean? So, like basically going into season two, we can say this a little bit because you know this is basically the end of season one. So basically, in the end of season one, they didn't end up saving the world, which was basically why five came back to try to save his family and save everybody um, from the apocalypse happening. And they ended up jumping into time. And then once they go there, and everybody, everybody's characters are kind of like established, it feels way more interesting. You know what I mean? They're not wasting so much time. They're just acting based on the characters' motivations and all that stuff. So I'm only a couple into season two on season on episode three now. Um, and it's really, really good. You know what I mean? Like I I like Diego. I like some of the characters they added. I like Vanya, who played by Ellen Page. Um, I like Luther, the, the the basically like the 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 road that Luther's going through right now, where he seems to be a lot more jaded about everything, as opposed to being like kind of like the corny, dedicated leader in season uh-huh. one. And they're trying to like develop a lot of different characters. So like I I really really like it. It just came out, so like I said before, I'm gonna be a little vague about season two, but just the first two episodes of season two is almost as good as season one so i'm really really excited to keep digging into umbrella academy like i i think i'm right on the cusp of being a fan because i watched the first episode of season two and i was like oh wow this is really good i could have legit just keep watching it but i you know i like to diversify the nerdery you know what i mean but definitely yeah man so like anything about season two you could say that that you really liked um that they're doing well well Man, you know, I just had like some weird takes. I just had a couple takes, just blowing. I had some like aha moments just now, but it's it, there's kind of spoilers. But um, well, try yeah. to try to try to kind of vaguely <laughs> touch on it. I, I don't want to spoil yeah. anybody, man. It's just right, 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 right. But um, let me uh, answer your question first. So uh, yeah, I do like how uh, Vanya is kind of having to rediscover herself once again because of the little incident she had in in the beginning of season two. Right. And that's actually going to be another opportunity where the the bonds are made between the characters and you kind of see them start to uh, warm up to each other a little bit more and show affection and just get closer as an actual family. People that they grew up with each other as opposed to being at odds and just needing each other for, you know, meaningless things right. or just working together to fix some giant mess. You know, they're actually substantially su- supporting each other. 
So, you know, that story, that little incident she has creates a, a great story in itself. And F5 just being a badass once again, you know. Yes, that's my guy. Bringing everybody together. I love, but I do love when they have their arguments and they're going back and forth roasting each other. <laughs> like, <laughs> just blatantly insulting each other and shit. But, you know, they still work together at the end of the day. That's right. There's more of that. That's really dope. You do, you do go back into history a little bit. So, um, oh shit, I think I did a little small spoiler right there but um yeah that's fine yeah i don't think that's too bad but um yeah so you get to live in that time as well and um yeah man but don't you think that number one and diego i forgot his number two they kind of remind you number two okay that makes sense don't they kind of remind you of leonardo and Raphael? <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it, yep. yeah, it's kind of like, like a similar characters. dynamic right <laughs> That's true, you know. That's, that's crazy. Thing. That's what I thought. That's when one crazy thing that just popped in my head while we were talking about it a little while ago. Right. And then um the end when you get to the when you get to the end, I think you're gonna see it's a it's a cool crazy ending. But I think um I didn't really understand what it was, but it just popped in my head. I think I understand it now. So when we get to that point where we can actually speak freely, or you know after the show, if you're willing, I can sh- you know get share that theory with you because I think I understand what happened there. But um yeah. Messing with the timeline is not very simple. All right. Right. It creates a whole <laughs> lot of complications. You know. Right. Keep watching season two. You you're thinking they got it all down packed, and you know they saved the day or whatever. And um yeah, it, it, it turns out to not be so simple. So yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, loving. Man. Yeah, I love season two, man. It's great. Yeah, and no, I can already tell it's going. It's already giving me a completely different feeling than the first season. Like I feel like this. As soon as the show started, they're just knocking it out to the park. You know what I mean? It's just really, really, really good, man. And also, if you're somebody who was watching season one and you liked basically the people who were kind of um, after five and chasing him down, they stepped up to a whole different level. There's a yeah. group of there's some individuals who are basically kind of chasing down one of the characters or whatever in season two. And they are killers, like intense. So... Yeah, man. Like, I'm I'm excited about this, and uh, maybe next week when there's some more time to let stuff go, then we we'll definitely talk a little bit more, like in um in detail about it. But for anybody that heard me take a dump on Umbrella Academy season one, if you could get if you could get to, there are definitely good moments before episode seven, so I don't want to sell it short. But if you could kind of get through the, those couple of middle episodes, like five and six, four, five, and six, like you know the beginning and ends of the seasons season is pretty good. And season two is really, really good, man. So, yeah, man. Shout out to Umbrella Academy. Oh, and earlier, I know we talked about it. Uh, it's created by Steve Blackman and Jeremy Slater. So, yeah. So, Thank you, sir. Good, good stuff. Yeah. No problem, buddy. Yeah, man. So, that's what we cared about uh, this week. I know. Good stuff. Twitch, Yu-Gi-Oh! Legacy Duelist for the Switch, and Umbrella Academy getting its shit together. You know what I mean? So, shout out to that, man. So, now it's time for what intrigues us in nerdery, man. And first up, kind of a continuation of our conversation that we had last week about the Marvel's Marvel's Avenger video game beta that's coming out. Um, it was announced that Spider-Man is coming to Marvel's Avengers, but it's going to be a PlayStation exclusive. So if you're buying Marvel's Avenger on Xbox or even if it comes out on the Switch, you're not going to get <laughs> you're not going to get Spider-Man. It's going to be an exclusive DLC for PlayStation players, man. So, 
another another bonus you know for the ps gang and then uh, they've also announced um other post-launch dlc characters like hawkeye but hawkeye is not exclusive to any one system so yeah man so uh definitely wanted to announce that because you know we ps gang over here but also i saw some different people who you know pre-ordered the game and they were releasing videos about the beta and i've been pretty impressed so far man i know last week we talked about some of the pitfalls that the older version of the of these type of games like Marvel Ultimate Alliance fell into, which was that the game, the world felt small, you know, and kind of constricted and like very repetitive. The world here, even though it's not like a quote unquote open world, you could basically just like run or fly anywhere. Um, it doesn't feel so so claustrophobic, and the move sets are a lot more varied and not so repetitive. And from what I've seen. All the different characters move and play differently when they're in action. So I, I, I have high hopes for this for this game. I saw um, the gameplay for Thor, Iron Man, uh, Black Widow, Hulk, uh, Kamala Khan. Um, I didn't see Hawkeye, but I'm to be honest, I'm really not that interested in that. And I saw um, Cap. So... <sighs> It looks really good. The graphics are sharp. The voice acting is good. And like we said last week, it's not just like a rehash of all the Marvel Avenger movies. It's a brand new story where a lot of like some stories and tie-ins from like the comics and stuff. So I don't know, man. It comes out on September 5th, I believe. And um, I think I might have to pull the trigger and get this, man. But I just wanted to update the story now to get some more information. Marvel wins, man. Marvel goddamn wins, okay? <laughs> we continue to win. No one can stand in our path. We're mutants. Oh, we're Avengers. We're goddamn iron fist wielding, bulletproof, goddamn super strength having beings. All right. Let's continue in what intrigues. <laughs> but before we do though you say we win before you would talk before you you would have had a warner of warner brothers you know what i mean you were making all the decisions with dc no you switching teams to marvel like what was going on come on now if i was making all of the uh decisions for dc dc would be a whole different company all right they'd be winning too so uh, <laughs> you know clearly that's not accurate but um yeah i'm on the marvel side bro Okay, well, y'all heard it here. If you want everything to turn around in DC, hire JG, man. You know what I mean? I'm his agent. So, you know, make sure you contact me first. I need my 10%. You know what I mean? <laughs> I need my 10%, man. Five. But, um, no. <laughs> five. We'll negotiate after the show. But, but, um, yeah, man. So, I feel you, man. It's looking good. You know, obviously, I haven't pre ordered it yet. That's the only way you can play the beta. Um, so I'm about to pre order it. Right now, I'm just being cheap. I don't know why I don't just buy it, because I can, but I'm just being cheap. But I'm going to pre-order it, and it looks pretty good, man. So I'm, I'm, exci- I'm excited about it. Um, Next up, some Xbox news. Xbox Game Pass Ultimate adds cloud gaming on September 15th. So basically, Microsoft's Project X Cloud Game Streaming service is becoming part of the $15 a month, um, you know, Game Pass subscription service on September 15th. Basically, it lets users stream more than 100 Xbox games under Android phones and tablets. So basically, game subscribers can play and the hardware they'll be using to play them. You know what I mean? It will just be like the Android phones or the tablets. So basically, every subscriber, every Xbox Game Pass subscriber 
across 22 regions will be able to stream their games to Android devices from September 15th. So uh, there'll also be like an updated Game Pass app that's going to be available on that day. And you instantly get access to 100 Xbox games. So I thought that was really dope. Um, I'm not an Xbox guy, but I see why a lot of people are still sticking with them because Game Pass is nuts, man. It has hundreds, thousands of games. And once you have your little $15 a month pass, you can play anything. You can basically play anything you want. And then when the game is about to leave Game Pass, you can purchase it before it's gone off of the streaming service. So... Yeah, man, that's that's really, really dope. So if you're an Xbox person and you want to have the capability to be playing your games on anything, kind of the way Stadia wanted to, there you go. So shout out to Xbox for that, man. Okay, all right, Xbox. Keep fighting, man. Fight back. <laughs> do what you need to do. <laughs> yeah, man, so Xbox, basically Xbox is staying alive with Game Pass, man, because it's been doing some dope stuff, so. Show that to that, man. Um, next up, uh, Suicide, Suicide Squad game announced by Batman developer Rocksteady. So basically, the people that made Batman Arc, the Batman Arkham trilogy, has announced its next project is a Suicide Squad game. However, um, basically, they're going to announce more about the game uh, during the DC fandom. That kicks off on August 22nd at 10 a.m. That's when the panel starts. Please so, cancel all announcements. <laughs> nah, man. Not doing that, man. You know, we talked about this like a month or so ago. I'm excited about this, man. It seems like DC is actually trying from on a lot of different fronts. The video game fronts, the movie fronts to actually like improve their products. So I'm excited to get good DC characters because they have excellent characters. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, I'm really yeah. excited. Yeah, the so, fandom, the fandom is fine, but you know, I never went to see Suicide Squad. I wasn't really interested in it. So, the right. game itself, you know, I'm a little iffy on that. But you know, I'm a trier, so you know, I try things. But right, yeah, that's why I'm having this little uh, comedic <laughs> jab. I'm taking this little comedic <laughs> jab at it. But yeah, I'm definitely excited for the fandom because, like you said, they do have great characters. So no, let's I, see, yeah, let's see how they put put them into use. Well, go ahead. No, I, I feel I was just gonna say like. Like, JG is the greatest, you know what I mean? Because he just says any phrase, and I just turn it into the show title, you know what I mean? So I don't really have to plan. Like, this one is definitely going to be called Comedic comedic Jab, you know what I mean? Because the vocabulary is, is you know what I mean, just masterful, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> comedic Jab, that, there you go. There you go, man. But, yeah, man, so I feel you like this. I'm not sure if the story for this is going to be tied to whatever they were doing for that initial movie. So I just know that it's made by... Rocksteady that been Batman Arkham trilogy and that trilogy is amazing. You know what I mean? Like the gameplay, the story, everything was amazing. You know what I mean? So I'm excited to see what they do. And I honestly I've been really curious about DC lately. I feel they're doing a lot of little steps. They're doing some crazy stuff too that we talked about. But at the same time, they're doing like little steps to kind of change the turn the ship around and do some interesting stuff. So I'm excited. I'm definitely gonna be tuning in on the 22nd to see. Some of the other plans, you know, no, none of the Zack Snyder stuff, but the rest of the stuff, I'll be checking in to kind of see, man. So I'm excited, definitely excited about this. And they definitely dropped a picture on their uh, Twitter, Rocksteady Studios did, um, with a picture of what everybody thinks is a bizarro, basically bizarro Superman, kind of the evil Superman. So 
This your, is pretty cool. Your arch nemesis, Zack Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Thankfully, he is not involved in okay. this game. You know what I mean? He is not involved at in this game. Okay. I've never heard of Bizarro, so I got I gotta check that out. Yeah, man. So basically, like, um, uh, okay. So basically, um. Uh, the reveal of a suicide game isn't as surprising as it could have been after a recent report suggested Rocksteady was working on such a project. So basically, the central idea is like the Suicide Squad is trying to kill the Justice League. That's going to be like the central plot of the game. So, and it's basically like a picture. Actually, I'm sorry, I misspoke earlier. It's basically a picture of um, like a headshot on on Superman. So like they're aiming after Superman. So. It's the, I think this is gonna be dope, man, because there's so many different characters for them to play with. Right. Um, so we we'll see, man. We'll see, man. So I'm I'm ready, man. So so much dope games and so much dope games, so much superhero nonsense. Like I'm 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 ready, man. So shout out to DC and Xbox trying try to you know try try to make a comeback. I'm with it, man. I'm with it. Um, next up. Uh, this one is really, really dope. Uh, basically, so 500 PS5 games, um, or PS4 games, pardon me, are on sale in one of uh, 2020's best PlayStation Store sales yet. So, there's basically 500 PS4 games on sale. It's basically already in process, and it started um, early on this month. Some of their biggest games, like Star Wars, Death Stranding, Uncharted, Spider-Man, Borderlands, Persona, Batman, Dragon Ball, Doom, Dark Souls, Battle... Like, you get a point. The Last of Us, Kingdom Hearts. A bunch of these games are on sale, man. So, the sale... And they have games, like, cheaper than $10. So, there's a bond. There's a huge sale going on. If you're a PlayStation owner, definitely go on the PlayStation Store. And... This deal, uh, I believe, is is happening throughout the month. I'm going to double check right now. But I believe it's going on no until August 20th. So it's all live until August 20th. So a lot of games are like 60 bucks, 50 bucks. They're like 30 bucks, 20 bucks, less than 10. I see some here that are like $8, $9 for games. Um, so, yeah, even like we talked about the Arkham series, even like Batman Return to Arkham. That's an older game, but. $10, Battlefield $2.99. So there's a lot of different games. Even games, like I said, like the Star Wars game. It was really, really popular. Jedi Father, Jedi Fallen Order. That's like $20 right now. Wow. Yeah, man. So it's a lot of dope stuff that's on sale. So on, you have time until August 20th. You know what I mean? So that by one game, you might be able to buy two or three or maybe even four, depending on what you buy. So definitely, definitely check that out. I definitely will, especially Fallen Order. Sorry, Gift, I haven't um bought it yet. You know, as you know, Gift is one of our uh, good friends on the podcast, right, big right, Star right. Wars fan, and I vowed to him that I would get this <laughs> game, and I haven't gotten it yet. So now that it's twenty dollars, you know, that's that's an easy cop. I just have to make the time to go out there and get or download it, or whatever. But right. I will. And that's the thing too. Like it's so funny whenever you make a confession. Like I would, I always have to rope myself in there. You know what I mean? Like I also have not played the game, and I also vowed the gift. I was going, I was going buy the game. So it looks like we both have to cop this game like ASAP. Um, yeah, or else we're gonna have to commit seppuku, you know, go to Tsushima style and use our samurai blade to take our, you know, take our lives, man. Yeah, naturally. I mean, it's the only honorable way to do it. Exactly. Can't yeah. go against our word. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, I 100, I 100% agree. You know what I mean? You have to have a code. Exactly. PS4 code. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, man. So interesting stuff happening, you know, in the video game world. Uh, but that's it for video games. But no, this is a story I was excited to talk about, right? So now, you know, up in the movie news. So, Mulan is going to skip U.S. theaters for their September debut on Disney+. Plus. So, people were talking about this for a few months because Mulan was set to come out a few months ago. But, you know, COVID just came out of nowhere and kind of upended the whole system. So, they, they, Disney has decided to stream Mulan, the, new, the reboot that looks amazing. That looks like this might be the best reboot they, they've done so far. Like, live-action reboot. They decided to put it on Disney Plus for $29.99 for the film starting on September 4th. So I'm ready, man, because basically, like, I've been seeing a lot of people saying, oh, don't put it on there. It's a waste of money, all of this stuff. $30 is so much money. But I actually had, like, a nice discussion with a guy on Twitter, you know what I mean, which is crazy. That's not something you say often. So I was saying, I'm definitely going to pay for this. And he was saying, nah, I'm going to get the bootleg. It's too much money. And I'm just like, bro, if you if you go to the theaters, right? If I pay for two tickets, like me and my girl, that's already $30. And then you yeah. got to buy some popcorn or Coke or whatever. Like, hey, I, would just, yeah. I would just buy this. You know what I mean? I just go buy this. Dog, if you pay, I mean, pay for one person and then get, get yourself some snacks. You already paid $30. <laughs> Right. See, and you know, th- I I know I sound like upset and you know probably distraught because Joel and I we from the Caribbean, we from the U.S. Virgin Islands, we're used to seven dollars for an adult. All right, and them snacks cheap too. <laughs> right. So man. you know, <laughs> when I came to the states and I going to see a movie and I I see the the notable decrease in my account, I'm like, dog, the notable decrease in my pockets. I'm like, this this is criminal. This is ridiculous. The popcorn ain't even that great. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, man. Yeah. So yeah, come on now. Come on. Yeah, man. So like I, I'm excited because all these other movies that we have to keep waiting for them to release it because they're holding off in the theaters when COVID is just not under control in the country, you know? So I saw this and I'm excited, man. September 4th is what? A few weeks away, you know? Less than a month away. And this movie looks amazing already because of the direction. It's actually like Asian people behind the scenes, you know what I mean? Actually infusing more of like the actual culture into the movie. They they fighting. It's not exactly like it, but it's a little bit reminiscent of kind of like the Crouching Tiger style that was really popular in the early 2000s or whatever. Like, and Mulan was a fire story, anyways, you know what I mean? So, yeah, man, I Definitely. I I'm there, bro. Yeah, the, the Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon is like a classic kung fu movie from back in the day. You know, that whole flying through the trees thing, that's so impactful. <laughs> like, right. it's so impactful on, like, pop culture. It's ridiculous. Right. That's the yeah. first thing people think of when they hear kung fu movies, flying through trees and stuff with swords gracefully floating through the air. But, um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to Mulan. I always loved Mulan. I think that's probably one of the best Disney movies ever. I'm just talking about even the original one, the animated one. Right. You know, people usually go to, like, Lion King and all the others. They don't seem to really mention Mulan like that. But I think Mulan is better than all of them, honestly. It really I know, might be. I, know that's I, I had that same thought. No, I agree. You know, Preach. 
at first, you know, a good friend of ours, uh, JD, he's the one who said that. He said that Mulan is better than them. At first, I was kind of fighting that, but after I really think about it, just the principles, the lessons of it, you know, everything about it, the the the, the songs, I think it's just way better than all the other than all the others. You know, Lion King is a rehash of like Hamlet. Like we've seen that story before. That's you know, true. the uncle trying to take over, but Mulan, that's a that's a different deal. No, exactly. Like that's an excellent point, man. I I didn't quite go that far, but I was thinking about it the other day. Like, how what? How do I not put that up there with Lion King? Like, I love Lion King. Trust me, that's one of my favorite movies from 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 being a kid. But Mulan is flames. Like there's like there are like no weaknesses in Mulan, and um, well at least not any major weaknesses. I mean, obviously in some of the stuff that some of the stuff that wasn't really particular to Asian culture that they took out, you know. For this, that's going to help it. You know what I mean? Be more, like, authentic and stuff. But that movie is flames, man. So I'm excited. And then the bonus for this is that it's not like you when you pay your $30, you basically have this as long as you have a Disney Plus account. You can go back and watch it. So it's not you You basically end up purchasing it once you pay your $30 through Disney Plus. Once you keep Disney Plus. Once you keep that account open. So, yeah, man. So, well, yeah. Know, I already have Disney Plus. You know, my niece she uses it she watches all types of disney movies keeps her busy and she's very energetic so you know the, the disney plus is a big help and i subscribed to it so we have that so you know i'm definitely watching it so it's definitely gonna be on my tv screen big yeah, age yeah. and everything watching mulan oh know. hell yeah man no this live action is going to be flames man i don't care what nobody say boss <laughs> i watch it this this is gonna be amazing man so i'm definitely excited for that and like i said coming on in less than a month man so you cannot cannot lose man but also before we move on to um other news there was this really hilarious video of this uh one of the theater owner or manager you know they kind of have like the little cardboard cutouts um those promotional cutouts in the movie theaters next to the next to the theater in which you're gonna watch the movie they were you know obviously before the movie they send them like the mulan cutouts and action cutouts to kind of get people excited about the movies once it was announced that mulan was going to be released in non-US theaters and streaming on Disney+. Plus. There's a video of the manager just, like, <laughs> break, breaking the promotional, like, the promotional stuff with, like, a bat. I just, like, tearing it up. And he's so mad because Disney allegedly, quote-unquote, betrayed him by releasing it on Disney+. Plus. Guys, that video is gold. You know what I mean? Definitely check that out. You the guys send me the link. I will, I will. This man having such a fit. He having such a fit, and he's like, bro, like, say you say I own a movie theater. How you own a movie theater, and you don't know that your business is changing when everybody's getting their own streaming service. They're clearly getting ready to cut out the middleman, if not completely, in some way. You know what I mean? Like, so imagine getting mad at this, and already it's in a pandemic, so you know a lot of people ain't going to the theater anyway. So I was just watching that thing laughing, bro. He's so, what they call big mad, cause you know he's losing some money. So you know clearly you see where his priorities are. He he, he don't care about anybody catching COVID <laughs> in his theaters. He right. just knew that Mulan was a big old money day, and now it's not coming anymore. Right. So he is upset as hell. Yeah, man. So that that's funny. I I will make sure I send you the link afterwards, man. But that thing is hilarious, man. So. Definitely checked out, man. He was big mad, man. So I was just laughing, man. But yeah, man. Shout out to Mulan, man. Next up, um, another property that we love. Um, the boys actually dropped a full trailer for season two. 
and they're shaking up the way they're releasing the episodes. They're not going to give you all 10 or I think last year it might have been like eight, I think. I think it was like eight episodes, I think. But it's not all going to be released at one time. They're going to drop it weekly and they're going to have an accompanying after show, kind of like what The Walking Dead had. Yeah, you release your episode and then right after there'll be another show. You're going to have like a talk show and then they're going to kind of talk about the episode and all that good stuff. So I thought that was pretty interesting. You know, I mean, and especially like for me, somebody who I like to watch shows, but I don't really like I like to binge everything all the time. I like to like watch a few episodes. I kind of lay rest and lay marinate a little bit before I go back to it. So I kind of like this, you know, week by week. Let's, st- let's stretch this out. Let's kind of let the story build like how, how do you feel about that you want everything to be dropped at one time or are you cool with having the weekly drops huh uh this is interesting because you know i'm used to weekly drops i'm used to uh you know back in the day anime every thursday is coming but um you know every friday the new episode drops but um the Netflix has really spoiled me, man. It's really spoiled me. I'm a spoiled baby right now. <laughs> I, I like to watch things full through at my leisure, come back, sit down with a nice snack, know that I'm going to just chill here and the next episode will be rolling in right after that. <laughs> right. You know, I, yeah, they should just drop the whole thing, man. I, I don't think I want the weekly at all. Nope. Leave that for TV shows, bro. You're a streamer service. <laughs> right well we'll see man i'm sure you're not i'm sure you're definitely not alone on that and i guess we'll see what the feedback is man but i'm kind of okay with it because you know me like i watching everything you know i'm probably watching like 10 different shows right now because i don't like to binge anything all the way through i like to kind of watch different things and all of that so i'm okay with it it'll give me more time to watch other stuff while i watching this season you know but i'm excited for it and um they they dropped like i said they dropped the full trailer for season two and I want to play it here, man, because it kind of wraps up and show you what they're getting into on the direction of the season two, which is just so exciting, man. So let's run the trailer. What happened? My wife. She's alive. Vault's holding a gap of somewhere. And right now, we're in a little bit of trouble. Really? How? I got you. We are in a war, but we can fight back. 
with an army of supermen, millions strong. Now, don't be a pussy. Your laser my fucking tits. One, two, three, hit it! She's got a whole army of suits. We lost them. We need more suits! Shit. All right, what do we do? We can't just kill everyone. That's exactly what we're gonna do. Yeah, man. So basically where we are right now in the boys is that, you know, they've been fighting. They, you know, the boys, <laughs> they've been fighting basically the, the soups and now the soups are onto them and Vod and the company behind the super with the super powered people in this society is now after them and yeah, it's ramping up. There are more super, super powered people. They're trying to use fear to incite the people to, to get behind more soups as they call superhero people soups to basically tear down anybody who opposes them so oh my god there's new characters i am ready i'm even thinking about rewatching season one so i'm in the perfect mind frame to take in season two man so when i saw this trail i'm like yes i am ready right now i'm ready too because i was wondering how long it would take them to finally catch on because they were actually doing a good job of like taking them out, killing them, getting all the information they need under the radar, man. And I was like, yes, they're doing a good job. Right. And then they finally catch on to them in that one episode. Of, you, know, you know, they got a little clue as to what was going on when they found that thing underneath the water. Right. And um, right. that that was kind of the start of it. But I was like, yeah, they, this is pretty good, man. Because, you know, I've been watching a lot of shows lately where the, the villains are just overpowered and killing everybody. And it's like... They, <laughs> The, the main characters can't win. So, you know, to see the main characters doing a good job, not doing stupid things to put the attention on themselves, right. I was actually happy about that. So, it's interesting now that the war is on, basically. So, I, I can't wait to see how they're going to survive this. So, we're going to see. Yeah, man, like, I am I am ready, man. Like, this is what this might be. I mean, as tough, you know, we have so many good, like, properties, you know? so many good like properties or whatever but this might be my favorite superhero tv show you know what i mean and that's getting tough because you know there's so many good ones you know we talked about umbrella academy we talked about daredevil uh it returns on september 4th man so a lot of good stuff is coming out that week you're gonna get mulan and the boys in the same week as well as something else we're gonna be going to um discuss later on in the show so i'm excited man i'm ready um Next up, uh, the New Mutants uh, movie that's been being pushed off and delayed for years now. That was made by Fox before they came over to MCU. Um, it's going to be finally released in theaters on August 28th, man. So if you were somebody who were who was excited about the New Mutants, um, I think her name is Maisie Williams. She played Arya Stark. 
she's in the movie she's like the biggest star in the movie as far as i can see um yeah so it's finally coming on theaters august 28th obviously i'm sure it's gonna be select cities because of the covid but if you're somebody who wanted to see it you finally have your chance and i haven't heard amazing things about it but there's always a potential that it it shocks us so you know we'll we'll see we'll see how it goes man but it's coming out soon in about 20 days hey man listen we can hope all we want to fox <laughs> is behind this <laughs> All right, Marvel fans, you know what that means. Superhero movie fans, you know what that means. Period. Fox is behind this, so um, you know, wish 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 you all the best of luck watching that. I pray for the safety of your eyes. <laughs> no, I yeah. If you have if you have the, I don't even know what to say. You have the courage to watch this and the optimism. I truly commend you, man. But I just wanted to put it out there just in case you were unaware, man. So. New Mutants coming out August 28th. You know, maybe I'll catch it once it's on somebody's Netflix or Disney Plus or whatever, because it'll be free. And at that point, I would have no expectations. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so maybe I'll check it out. So look out for that. If you've been waiting, here, here's your wish. August 28th, the New Mutants, man. But from a disappointing franchise to one with a lot more hope is um the Suicide Squad, the continuation. So basically, James Gunn confirms that the Suicide Squad which is obviously a DC property, is 100% zero interference, no holes barred me. He said this uh, a couple days ago and talking about uh, the Suicide Squad movie. He is the director for, I guess, the sequel to the first one that was pretty disappointing. And as I'm sure all the nerds listening know, James Gunn, James Gunn did you know, the first two Guardians of the Galaxies as well as other movies. He's a really great director. And really puts uh, good stories together. So um, me forever just hoping that DC gets his stuff together. When I saw this and I saw that DC is not allegedly interfering in the creative process the way they were known to do so before. This gives me hope that this might, this could be a really, really good DC movie. So I am really, really ready for this. Like, like what do you think? You think it's, it's going to be good, better, or basically the same way it was for the first one? Well, that's the hard part, bro. I actually, I didn't see the first one. So, you know, the expectations aren't exactly high for this one. <laughs> you know, right. but, um, you know, maybe I'll check it out, man. Maybe I'll check out the first one so I can know what the hell going on. And this, this, this one here that's coming out. Um, yeah. DC, man. Don't <laughs> care. That's what it stands for. You know, but, man. Just, just, nah, just, just because you said that. Just because you said that. I had an I ain't gonna go that far. That I want to roll out on the pod. I think me and JG should go back and watch a lot of these DC movies that he hasn't watched. You know what I mean? We should call it like, I don't know, something with alliteration. You know what I mean? Like, damn DC. You know what I mean? Or just some something like that. And we should definitely like talk about these movies that that, that JG has neglected because he's biased for Marvel. Okay, I mean, I'm I'm down for that. That's a good idea. Why not? That's fair. Yeah, man. So I think we're we gonna we gonna put that into works and just kind of fit that into the, the the podcast feed. So I think we should definitely do that. You know, we we need JG's reactions to some of, <laughs> some of these DC movies. Yeah. But yeah, man. Like I trust him as a director. He's directed a lot of great stuff. And like I keep saying, like I know you don't disagree with this, but DC has such good characters that now that they have like better people behind the scenes. 
on these movies. Like, I'm confident that he could, they can bring this story to that. Because this is a dope story. You know what I mean? It's basically all these different DC villains brought together by Amanda Waller. Um, that people are probably familiar with if you watch the Justice League series. Um, a black woman that worked for the government. And she's basically trying to not have all the power in the Justice League's hands. And she's basically putting a suicide squad together to basically go out and do missions that nobody else can do for the benefit of the government, you know? So it's you have good characters, you know, you have like Deadshot and Harley Quinn and um a bunch of other characters, you know what I mean? Like just interesting characters that have cool backstories. So I think this is dope, and the fact that there's no interference, I think there's gonna be able to he's gonna be able to really bring out the best in these characters, man. So I am excited about that. And I think it was worth talking about, man. So we'll get more about the first look at the film. This will also be released during the DC fandom on August August 22nd, man. So DC has been kinda relatively quiet for them, which is really good. They're not leaking everything. Not talking about Zack Snyder. He doesn't count. I don't care about him. Um, and they've been kind of waiting to reveal everything for their DC fandom. So we're, I know we're going to see more from the Batman, um, the Matt Reeves Batman. We're going to see more from the Suicide Squad. We're going to see more from, um, uh, what is it, Black Adam for for The Rock, who's going to be in Black Adam, and a bunch of other DC properties, even the Suicide Squad game that we talked about earlier in the show. So I think we're going to get some good stuff on August 22nd on DC fandom. So I'm ready, man. I'm, I'm really ready for for DC to make this competitive. You know what I mean? Cause that's why I right. want two right. good right. houses putting out good stories. I make it fun. You know what I mean? Everybody right. wins. That's exhilarating. But did you catch my brilliant acronym of DC? I just wanted to make sure you caught that. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> don't care. I mean, that's just brilliant. I just I just wanted to put you know reiterate reiterate that. My bad. Continue. <laughs> yeah, I got that. Okay. You try, fit in, you try to fit in your bars for the whole show, man. So, <laughs> DC, don't care. Got it. Got it. But someone cares, okay? I care, all right? Right, right. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but, yeah. But, no. So, I feel you, man. In the past, it's been kind of difficult because they don't really do that much of an inch of interesting stuff. But, but right, we'll see, man. You know, in this whole. Definitely a hopeful future, man. Because, like you said, you made a good point. DC does have good characters with good stories. We just need better people behind these stories. And, you know, clearly we're getting that. And there's 100% zero interference, as uh, Mr. Gunn stated. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited for it, man. And I, I'd like to see them pull some new faces out of the deck, you know, right. reach back into the comics and, and pull somebody out of there. So, um, yeah. Yeah, man. So, dope stuff, man. So now y'all know what it is. We we definitely anime anime heads want to transition a little bit to the anime. Um, from one virtual event to another. You know, we talked about the DC fandom, but Crunchyroll Expo 2021 is coming up on September 4th, and it's gonna last and run through uh the 6th. So September 4th to September 6th. So it's basically, um. The Virtual Crunchyroll Expo is a digital event and it just celebrates like, you know, the best and the brightest in anime and just basically has a bunch of um, new anime game release, previewed, new stories coming out. So basically it'll give you like the rundown on all the dope things that's happening in the anime world, you know, especially as it, re- as it relates to Crunchyroll. So basically that basically pair- plays and 
uh, even creating its own anime. So, you know, it's a, a, a lot of featured guests and, and different voice actress, voice actresses, voice actors from popular anime. It is basically the creator of God of High School is going to be there. Um, a bunch of there's going to be some cosplay, like some different like cosplay sections of the show. And some of your favorite voice actors, even um, Artel Ism, the creator of the art, uh, I can't say it, Stagio. Stagio, he's basically the first black-owned animation studio that we talked about um, a few weeks back. The first black-owned anime anime studio in Japan. Um, He's going to be on a panel. So a lot of good stuff, man. I think I'm going to check it out to kind of get a jump on the new anime that's about to come out. So good stuff man so coming up on september september 4th to 6th should be some more cool stuff beautiful man crunchyroll is on the run, just on a run right now man they've released a lot of great originals tower of god um god of high school a lot of gods man did because they're gods you know of anime <laughs> so right. um, you know i'm excited for this i can't wait and I, you know i just love a new anime any anime head loves a new anime man when you find a new anime and you know it's fire, I mean right. that's that's like a Christmas gift, bro. So you know it's it's great. That really is true though. Like when once you discover a new anime and like you wasn't expecting it, like few feelings are better than that. You know what I mean? It's like it's like, like exactly. a free, free, it's, free gift. It really is. It's a different type of feeling, bro. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. Like while we on there, like I know this is on the spot, but. Like, what's the last anime that you thought of or you discovered that you were just, like, on either on your own or you just clicked on it on one of these streaming services or whatever? Like, what's the last one you saw you were just like, damn, I don't know how I found this, but I'm excited that I did. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, Occult Academy. I put that up there. Okay, okay. Um, What else? What else? Rising of the Shield Hero. I think that was recommended to me. But I've seen it on there several times. I never really thought anything of it. So right. I'll put that one up there even though it was recommended. Uh, what else? There are quite a few, you know. But I have to really think back into like history. Like, right, right. Black Lagoon was mentioned to me as like a young kid by my cousin. And back then, I never really thought about that either. I didn't think about it. till. Right. Then one day, I was just sitting down like, you know what? Let me try something. Let me think of some animes people have told me about. Let me try and delve into them. And I started watching it, and I got past the first episode because back in the day, I, I saw the first episode, and I just dropped it. I was like, eh. But then it became one of my favorite animes ever. So, dope, dope. yeah, that's another one as well. And that's the thing, like, just hearing you talk about it, the two that comes to mind is also writing the Shield Hero. I love that. Like, my cousin was just like, yo, this thing is good. You should check it out. I'm like, eh, it don't even sound cool. That yeah. show is flame, so definitely that one as well. Rising, Rising of the Shield Hero and Code Geass, or I don't know if it's Geese or Geass. I think it's Geass or whatever. Love that. I have no clue how I decided to click on that, but that's one of, and it's one of my favorite anime of all time. One of the best characters, uh, my guy Lelouch, Lelouch Lamperug. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, amazing anime. Probably one of my top five to this day. Love it. Smart anime has mechs. It has political strategy. It has revolutionary, dope, crisp animation. And like the feeling of discovering that, I find like a really, a real anime gem is like 
dope. So that's like the, that's 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 the two for me, man. But yeah, the, once you said it, it just like sparked that in me. I was like, oh yeah, that really is a dope feeling to discover something like that. Because as much as we love anime, there's a lot of anime out there that you're just like, uh, this isn't that good. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, man. So hopefully, you know, once once we watch Crunchyroll, um, or I'll I'll pop in and check it out. Hopefully, there's an anime that gives us that feeling, you know, that we go try it out and it'll be dope. So shout out to that man speaking of um and i know i'm i know i'm gonna get mad right because i know later on i'm gonna think of some more and i'm gonna be like damn i should have said that on the show (laughs) yeah damn bro you should have had that question for me from before but you know things happen you know different conversations arise in the middle of other ones right 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 man i didn't even think about it till you said it man so but yeah man say it's all good i'd be having that feeling too man but yeah man so uh, on to another anime that I know is just your favorite thing. I know you're so excited about it. Uh, the next era of Inuyasha begins in the new Yashahime Princess Half Demon trailer. Mm-hmm. And that's coming out um, October 2020. So before I get your feelings about it, let me give you guys a quick explanation. Because we talked about it several episodes ago, maybe like 10 episodes ago. So that, that's a while. Um, so the next chapter of the Inuyasha anime saga begins in the new trailer for Yashahime, Princess Half Demon, a sequel series following the daughters of Inuyasha and Seshimaru. So uh, the trailer showcases the offspring of several characters followed from the original series and shows us what's transpired since and how their adventure across two time periods began. So basically, uh, in feudal Japan, Half-demon twins Toa and Setsuna are separated from each other during a forest fire. While desperately searching for her younger sister, Toa wanders into a mysterious town that sends her into present-day Japan, where she is found and raised by Kagome Higurashi's brother, Sota, and his family. Ten years later, the tunnel between two time periods opens yet again, allowing Toa and Setsuna to reunite. However, Setsuna can't remember that Toa is her older sister. Joined by Moroha, Kagome, and Inuyasha's daughter, the three young ladies begin their adventure to regain, regain their missing past. So, it's a lot of girl power. It's a lot of, uh, I guess, this, the next generation of Inuyasha. So, JG, how are you feeling about this so far? After watching the trailer and hearing a bit of the intro, like, what do you think about this? Oh, Lord. All right. All right. Let me start from the tippity top, man. So Inuyasha is one of the most popular and, you know, I guess impactful animes ever, Um, period. You know, I used to see, you know, some young ladies back in the day growing up with like Inuyasha stickers on on lunchboxes and stuff. Yep. You know, like (laughs) that's like an anime that anime heads, people who aren't anime heads even know about. You know, you know know what I'm saying? People outside the community even know, they, they even know what Inuyasha is. But um, I never really got into it like that, man. You know, quite a few of my friends, we all seem to have the same feeling about it. You know, it's like 5,000 episodes of the same story every time. You know, saving this girl who got kidnapped, then they get in trouble, then then they start getting beat up. So now they need saving. So you're always saving somebody. And it's just the same thing over and over again, basically. Of course, there are some characters in there. So Shomaru, everybody loves him. He's a badass. Don't forget Shippo. The greatest character in the USA is Shippo. Okay, okay. But um, the new one seems interesting. You know, I always like the, the warrior gear that they have, the swords, the fighting, sword fighting, all that stuff. 
the abilities, demon stuff, all that stuff is always cool and interesting. But it, it seems a little cliche on a few things. You know, they're all the daughters and sons and children of the initial characters, the previous characters. And I'm like, what in the world, man? Can we have something different? Don't tell me you just going for the for the easy way out, the easy route. Let's just make a second in Yuasha with the kids. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> Give me but you know, it's interesting. It's I'm going to watch it. Right. You know, I try things out. I'm going to definitely watch it. And I it does seem cool. I'm interested to see what they're gonna do that's different with it. So I'm gonna definitely check it out. I, I'm not sure, you know. I'm not yeah. sure. Hopefully, they take a different route than the uh, the first show as far as storyline goes. But they right. they did say they were saving somebody, and one of the characters yelled out, "I'm gonna save this person." I'm like, "Oh Lord, they're gonna be saving them for five thousand episodes." <laughs> well, but, the only thing is, I'll say is like, I get your point, but I know in the clip it was ta- it was basically I think it was Toa trying to save Setsuna, and that's basically the whole point, you know, like from like in the from the introduction they were talking about how they got separated and Toa is the big assistant he's trying to save her little sister so that 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 feels a little bit more like appropriate than like Inuyasha having to save Kagome every episode but I get your point I it definitely was kind of repetitive and you hope you don't fall into that trap but I, I know I cut you off but go ahead and finish what you were gonna say you know, this could be a Boru- this could be a Boruto move Oh, no, don't, don't do that, man. Don't do that, all right, man. All right, I won't do it. But honestly, I would have probably been more interested in a prequel. You know, because mm-hmm. I, I was always interested in Inuyasha's father, this giant dog demon that, you know, he fought all these demons and killed them. That's and, a good point. And I'm like, yo, you know, that's some interesting history, man. You know, how did how did he die? You know, all these other demons that he battled. Let's, let's see the, how that came to be. How did he even get... Uh, possession of those swords that he had, because you know he gave the different swords to Inuyasha and Sashomaru for different reasons. Yeah, because you know he realized exactly because he realized Sashomaru was naturally talented and a straight killer from out the womb. So he gave him a healing sword and then he gave Inuyasha a little bit of help, you know, with the Tetsaiga. So that's a very interesting character with an interesting backstory. I'd have really liked to see that, but you know I'm not in charge here, so let's deal with the princesses instead. I ain't gonna lie, like I I joke you about about all the DC stuff, but I that would have been dope to me. I think I think that might have been. I think you're right, 100%. I think that would have been way more interesting because I forgot about some of his um his background and how he got to be like the main guy, you know, mm-hmm. the super super. He basically was so strong. He created enemies for his sons, you know, hundreds of years later because he was so hated. Exactly. So you're right. That would have been excellent, man. So. Damn, I I, lo- I love to disagree with you, but I don't think I can right now. <laughs> I don't think I can. You cannot. Yeah, man. But I'm like you. I'm definitely willing to give it a try. Um, Inuyasha was a show that I liked a lot. I just wanted more Sashomaru and less repetitive. But maybe this will force me to finally watch Inuyasha, the final act, and kind of wrap it up. So, so uh, you know, it gives me more reason to kind of check that out now. But yep, I like does Sashomaru have a kid on, on there? I think one of them looked mm-hmm. kind of like Sashomaru. Yep, yep, yep. Sashomaru's kid is gonna be on here, so we, we know that kid's gonna be a badass. Yeah, he giving me Todoroki vibes, so <laughs> I gotta check him out. Right, right, right. So yeah, man. So that's coming, man. Yashahime is coming uh, in October. More stuff from October of this year that's coming is uh, Attack on Titan Season 4 
is scheduled for October 2020, man. Um, it's the final season. The fans have been waiting. Um, there's not much news aside from that, but I brought it up to ask this because I heard some people on Twitter debating about it. Um, one of the accounts that I follow, um, I think it's a JB exclusive, and he was talking about how he believes that Attack on Titan might be the best manga slash anime to come out in like the last 10 years. So I wanted to kind of go over that topic and see how you felt about that. Because I was a bit torn on it. But I wanted to know how you felt about it. What, Attack on Titan Season 4? No, about Attack on Titan being, you know, the best anime slash manga that came out in the last 10 years. No. No. No, don't get me wrong. Attack on (laughs) Titan, when it first came out, it shook the ground. The entire anime world, it was like a meteor that hit Earth. You know, it was different. It was uh, enticing. You know, it was provocative. Whatever word you want to use for it. It was very interesting. The storyline, it really drew you in. Just the shock and awe of these ravenous titans eating people up. But, eh, I don't think I've formed a bond with the characters as much as I have with um, Kametsu no Yaiba. I don't think it uh, keeps my interest or is as different or a breath of fresh air as uh, Dr. Stone, maybe. Uh, wow, you think Dr. Stone? <laughs> That's a hot take. Yeah, That's yeah, a I know. hot take. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I know they're going to try and kill me for that one, but I feel like I'm enjoying the story in that one a little bit more. Like, you know, because I, I haven't really revisited Attack on Titan. For a bit, but um, clearly there's more action in Attack on Titan. You, you know, Doctor Stone is not an action anime like that. I was just talking about the story itself. I don't think it's the greatest. There's this there's a whole lot of competition, man. Like I could tell you right now, I think Kimetsu no Yaiba is better than Attack on Titan. I think My Hero is definitely better than Attack on Titan. That's interesting, man. Because I think, mm. I think obviously, you know. Your opinion is your opinion. You know what I mean? Like, there's not a wrong way to feel about it. But I guess, I think because it has such, like, a different feel, you know, than shows like My Hero. Like, even though, like, serious things happen in My Hero, it has more, like, a lighter feel, you know? It's more, like, fun. Um, Attack on Titan has, like, a darker feel, a more, like, high stakes. Things are on the line in a very immediate way because they're constantly fighting the Titans. And I was... I don't know. I I think it's really good, but I'm having a hard time placing it anywhere. Cause I I, I think it's really excellent, but kind of like you, I don't have great attachment to the characters. Exactly. But and that's, I think that, it's really I'm really. I'm sorry. Good. Go I think it's really. No, you good. I think it's really really a really really good show in a lot of aspects. You know, like I really like Levi. That's probably my favorite character. You know what I mean? E, uh, Levi and um, Captain Irwin but like I don't know man so I don't know like so so, so basically that's kind of like how you're engaging it like if you don't have that deep connection then then you don't really rock with it as being you know the best um, well first let me say that yeah I love Attack on Titan it's definitely one of the best I'm not trying to take away from the show at all but when you want to say that it is the best in the last 10 years you're putting it up against some serious contenders 
and you have to take this into consideration. But that's and what you said is definitely one big thing that I look for. You know, how how engaged am I in this show? My hero, when those characters are fighting, I feel like I'm fighting. I feel like I'm in there with them. When they win, I feel that victory. Right. I'm really attached to these characters. Like there is not one moment in Attack on Titan that that could possibly you could possibly say is more like moving or or you know, I don't know, better than um that episode with the um you know, the last episode of My Hero. The name is escaping me oh, right yeah, now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With um, with, with my guy, man. Oh man, I I'm Todoroki's dad. Todoroki's, yeah, Todoroki's Let's not dad. call him that. We gotta get the name. Endeavor, be Endeavor. Like, you can't call. Yeah, yeah, Endeavor. Yeah, Forgive Endeavor. Me. It's all good. That's an amazing episode, man. <laughs> like that's one of the best anime episodes I've ever seen. That's true. I don't it think I can say anything like that for Attack on Titan. I mean, I don't know. Right out to the gate, Attack on Titan. That was legendary for that that first episode. Where the Titan rips open oh, yeah. the roof and snatches up his mom and eats his mom, bro. Definitely. That... I just don't think that I could find an episode that's better than the one we just discussed about it um, concerning uh-huh. Endeavor. Are you up to but... date on Attack on Titan? No, I have to um, go back. And uh, just, you got to watch that last season. There's a moment with Captain Levi that is incredible. Oh, yeah. That okay, is one I've of the seen. greatest anime episodes I've ever seen, too. But I get your point, man. I definitely have a discussion to be had. Um, not right or wrong answer, but... I don't know, like I I like that because when he brought it up, I feel like I'm not putting the proper respect on that show, especially after the first season and uh, the last season. I think in the middle, I, I think season two, I wasn't too crazy about, but this last season, season three, I thought was really, really, really good. Okay, so, so I'm gonna finish the season and get back to you. Um, I love Attack on Titan. It's definitely in the top ten in the past ten years. Um, but um, it's it's a hard discussion. It, it's not easy to say that it's the best for me. I can't just come out and say that. Right. Out of all the ones that I just mentioned, I can't even come out and say my hero is the best. Like I really have to sit down and look at that. And <laughs> my my hero probably is the best, but right. you know, yeah, that's gonna be hard. And then it can it can be very subjective because, like you said, my hero has a lighter feeling, whereas Attack on Titan is more dark. You mm-hmm. know, there's like an entire genre of animes that are very dark. Right, you could put at Attack on Titan in and compare them to those, but um, yeah, man, yeah, I gotta think yeah. about that. I got, <laughs> and I have to finish season three. Yeah, man, I think it's still up on Hulu and probably definitely on Crunchyroll too. So you have yeah. options, but yeah, man. So definitely something to catch up on before uh season four drops um in October 2020, man. Um, and for our last news for what's intriguing in nerdery and in the anime section. Crunchyroll will stream Make It Do or Die Survival Training um, at 11 a.m. on August 15th. And this is basically the newest OVA from My Hero Academia, speaking of, <laughs> that we just talked about, from My Hero Academia. And I, you know, color, color me intrigued. You know what I mean? It is basically about a brand new venture basically uh class 1a students are sent to hone their survival skills at a training course having yet to receive their provisional license they're eager to cut loose and have a little fun they quickly discover that the danger they face is no simulation it's going to take their combined training teamwork and quick thinking if they're going to pass this assignment so it's like a new little 
OVA that's coming up from the My Hero Academia franchise coming out uh, in Japan and over here in the US at the same time. Um, yeah, man. So it's also gonna be on Crunchyroll at that time that I gave. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna air in the US, Canada, the UK, Ireland, Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, Iceland, Sweden, Norway, Denmark, etc., etc. So in a lot of different countries. Um, yeah, in a lot of different countries across the world. Um, so, you know, an, another cool little story and, uh, I am ready. You know what I mean? Uh, I feel this is going to be dope. I'm like you where I really put my hero academia, like near the top of my rankings for almost everything anime related. So that's another dope thing to check out. And, you know, despite the COVID going nuts, a lot of the video game and anime news and properties are still pu- pushing out a lot of material. So they were, they're going to keep us sane throughout indeed indeed and when bleach comes back it's all over 2021 but you know let's go <laughs> here 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 you go here you go the only thing bleach related i'm really want i'm really excited to see is burn the witch man so when when that's coming out that's gonna be legit keep but hating i i'm showing I just bleach <laughs> love right now bro like what what, what you want <laughs> from me <laughs> no, I, I, I can't wait for burn the witch too i'm ready Right, but it, right, you know, right. if I'm assassinated by Attack on Titan fans, I might not be able to see it. So. Yeah, I don't think you will make it the next week after what you just said. You know what I mean? Right. I I, I don't know. <laughs> My boy said Doctor Stone. <laughs> it's better than this. That's a lot. I said the story <laughs> is not as enticing. I mean, you know, the breath of fresh air that I get from Doctor Stone's story, it was unlike anything else. I love the Doctor Stone show. Now, if you want to put in all the action, of course, Dr. Stone is not an action anime, but you got to compare it to Dr. Stone and um, Fire Force and all these other ones when you want to talk about what's the best in the past 10 years and compare and see, you know, which attributes you know, are better, which one, you know, which show has, you know, certain things that exceed others. You know, you got to consider that. You can't just come out. Yeah, it's the best. You know? <laughs> you, you Why not, sit, man? We need the hot takes. <laughs> Nah, man, we need the hot takes, man. It's all about clicks. It's all about clicks. But um, yeah, man. So that's basically um what we have for what intrigues us in nerdery. I know it's time for my favorite segment, uh, absurd nerdery, aka never go full nerd, man. And this week, you know, it's a little bit simple, man. Um, after the re- after the release of Marvel's Avengers, a lot of the gameplay was released. People are playing the beta, and a lot of people uh, are like kind of like desperately rooting for this game to suck, and it's because of their allegiance to DC, and they're doing the whole DC versus Marvel thing, and they're not even joking, you know, like they're dead serious. And it's one thing to joke about it and have fun about it, but they're on the whole, um, everything Marvel is overrated. It DC is better in everything, so they base they're like desperately rooting against this game, and I, I just hear it to say, man. Like, just get a life, man. It's one thing to make jokes. Like, I always have time for jokes. You know what I mean? At Basically, at anybody's expense. Like, I always have time for jokes. But people who are just, like, actively rooting against the game, saying it looks like trash, it's boring, it's not going to be fun, and they either haven't played the game or, like, like, come on, folks. Like, let's let's, let's not be ridiculous. That's what you call. A, I was just saying they're far too invested into it. You know, that's what you call a full nerd, overdose nerd. 
You know, they took those nerd pills, too many. And um, yeah, they they're going wild. Yeah, man. So I I mean, I just wanted to say, like, if you're out there and you you think you might be falling into this pattern, like, remember to enjoy things. You know what I mean? Like, this that's why they create all this nonsense for us to like enjoy. You know what I mean? It shouldn't be about like you know virtual turf wars <laughs> between Marvel and DC and everybody just hating just to hate. Like, there's so much dope things on both sides. So yeah, man. So if you're out there hating for no reason, I mean, at least play the beta. You know what I mean? Play it and don't go into it praying that it's bad. You know what I mean? Because that's going to color the way you look at it. You know what I mean? So, anyways, yeah. man. Just if I could watch a DC show, you should have no problem checking out the game and, you know, being a, a more impartial person. If I could do that, you could do it. Yeah, for sure, man. So, just, you know what I mean? Just follow our lead. You know what I mean? Never, ever go full nerd. Full nerd. You know, and like you said, this game sucking won't make DC any better. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, man. That's the thing, man. I'm glad you reminded me of that. Like, bro, they be rooting, they be rooting against Marvel. Like, yeah, this game sucks. It's like, bro, y'all get way too much problems to be worried about Marvel. You know what I mean? Especially if you're gonna align yourself so closely with them. Like, they get a lot more stuff to fix before you come talking about Marvel. You know what I mean? Like. Like, let's let's work on that. You know what I mean? Don't throw stones if you live in a glass house. But um But yeah, man, that's basically it for uh Absurd Nerdery this week. And uh, you know, I like to wrap it up with my words of wisdom, man. Um This one is a little deep, you know what I mean? Uh and it comes from uh one of Jay-Z's favorite series, you know what I mean? Uh it may be hard right now, but you must silence those thoughts. You know what I mean? Stop counting those things you have lost. What is gone is gone. So ask yourself, what is there that still remains to you? That that is a pretty good quote. I can't believe that's a one piece quote. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's pretty Bars. good. I like that. Yeah, man, me too. I came across and I said, like, yeah, this is this is dope. I think it's a, it's apropos for the world that we're living in right now. A lot's going on, you know. A lot of people lost a lot, a lot of different things, whether it's material or it lost a feeling that they've had. So some things you can't get back, but focus on, you know. The things that are still here. So yeah, shout out to One for Piece. What you have, count your blessings. Yeah, it's a pretty good message. Yeah, man, dope message, man. So shout out to Jay Z and his favorite anime of all time, One Piece. He have that. He have that right above. He has that right above My Hero Academia. You know what I mean? So shout out to One Piece and Jay Z. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, that's basically it. Thank you guys for listening to episode 22 of uh, Nerdery and Nonsense. Next week we will have my guy on the show. Uh, Jay the 10 can makes his return Ooh. next week on the show, so that'll be fun. Um, it's always a fun time when he comes around. As always, my guy JG will be here with us. And uh, I, like we said on the top of the show, remember guys, if you write in, you know, send us a comment on the episodes uh, under the episode on Podomatic or under the episode posted on the Facebook page, you know, the Nerds with Accents podcast, or you just email to us at the Nerds with Accents at gmail.com. We will read your comment on the show. So. Once you guys start sending that in, we'll incorporate it into the show and, you know, have a good time and get more of your feedback. So, uh, appreciate y'all. We'll check you guys next week. Peace. Peace.